We've never actually introduced this show on the show. That's true. We haven't. So this is Teacup Demagogues. Yes, it is. I, <laughs> I confirm. <laughs> I affirm. I affirm. We engage in demagoguery on this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. And sometimes we drink tea, but that's irrelevant. We talk about music. We talk about music. We make boys mad. We make boys mad. We actually don't make them mad. No, we actually uh, have, I think, mostly boys listening. (laughs) (laughs) But we want to make boys mad. (laughs) We're trying to make them mad and they're like, we forgive you. We love you. (laughs) So that's nice. Yeah. I love them too. So hi, Sally. (laughs) Hi, Gabby. Hello, teacups. And hi, teacups. (laughs) Today, speaking of the boys... We're um, mm-hmm. not going to talk about them. Nope, we're not. We're going to talk about the girlies instead. Mm-hmm. The girlies who make music. I don't remember who suggested doing this. I think we just wanted like a chill episode where we talk about music we like for once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe mention some new music because we keep promising yeah. that we will. We keep promising that we will, but then we're also simultaneously complaining that we don't ever have time to listen to this the stuff that we have listened to for our whole lives. Right, exactly. So we're going to do a little bit of both. Exactly. So let's talk about some girlies. Long overdue, I would say. And we had so much broing out the last few episodes, so. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah, well, you all loved it. So yeah, Yeah, what a fucking ride. (laughs) Um, Okay, so. Well, what was your experience growing up and being a music lover as a as a girl? What was that like for you, Gabby? You know what? I'm going to say that I actually lived a very charmed life and didn't mm. think about like underrepresentation of women in music or like in anything mm-hmm. for a really long time until like an embarrassingly old age. Like how old? Um, like I want to say after college. Like really embarrassingly old because I went to a private school that was all girls until I got to middle school. Mm -hmm. And then it was primarily girls after that. And we always like had the upper hand. Like the girls got everything. (laughs) Yeah, We had the better grades. We had the better access to everything. Like it was just like boys drooled and girls ruled. (laughs) (laughs) And I was just like, women have everything. Feminism is stupid. And then I went to a liberal arts college that felt very similar, even though obviously like lots of opportunities for me to learn about feminism. And misogyny. Yes, and misogyny. (laughs) But it was still like, it still felt like, this is silly. Women have everything. We're -hmm. we're the best. So I don't get it. And like, objectively, we are. (laughs) And then I moved to a real city. And then I understood yeah. 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 I listened to a lot of uh, like angsty girl music, though, and I was always seeking yeah. that out. I just mm-hmm. didn't understand how important it was until much later. Totally. Yeah. I think that, um, I mean, it was kind of similar for me, except for I grew up, I was a tomboy when I was growing up. Duh. Duh. <laughs> and, um, Yeah. And so like when I kind of came into my musical awakening and started listening to the music that I really wanted to listen to, that was like my moment where I realized like I want to listen to boy music. Oh, I want to listen to like heavy music. I want to listen to like angry fucking music about like 
people killing each other and yep. stuff, you know? <laughs> and like, I just want to watch action movies and like be a boy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, and that's like perfectly acceptable. And that didn't, you know, I, I definitely was one of those girls that like when I was growing up, I did not want to be. Or not like the into, other girls. <laughs> I was not like the other girls. I didn't want Well, I didn't, I did like that stuff, but I didn't want to be like penned into only doing like girly things. Yeah, sure. You know, at that time in my life, I mean, I'm talking about being in like elementary school, like super young, you know, I remember once um, for school, we were supposed to write like who our heroes were. (laughs) (laughs) And I wrote I wrote something like just so absurd, like, like Vince Neal, Jerry Cantrell and like, like Arnold Schwarzenegger or something. Yeah. And I was like, I was like nine or 10 and I was like, these are my heroes. And my yeah. mom looked at it and she was like, what is going on? Like right. you didn't name any, there are like no women on this list at all. Right. Are you okay? And I was like, this is just what I think is cool right now. Like I just watch <laughs> Terminator like literally every day when I come home from school. Yeah. I like it took me a minute to kind of like come back to girly stuff. But, you know, luckily we grew up in the 90s. And so it was like we had like a lot of access to sort of this burgeoning moment in we like did. female music. We so did. I feel really lucky for that because I think that if that hadn't happened, like at the simultaneous time of me like having my like tomboy moment, I might actually just like have never become a feminist and like never no, you know, the parallel <laughs> yeah. sliding door situation. Right, right. I could have just ended up being being one of those like girls. It's like I don't get along with females. No, Ugh, I know, which the would literal be like nightmare. Yeah, yeah, like a nightmare. Like which would be such a bleak existence. And I'm really glad that that's not. I can absolutely see case. that having happened to me too, though. Like, yeah. I so fell into the. I'm not like other girls shit when I was yeah. like a preteen, especially, mm-hmm. and like was trying to always prove myself to boys. And yeah. it was a very, very bad time. <laughs> I think when you when you grow up like a weird girl, though, yep. it's you're very susceptible to that kind of messaging, which we've talked about in other we talked yeah. about that in a much earlier episode, but you're really susceptible to that kind of messaging where it's like there's an expectation for women to be like competitive for uh, male attention anyway. And if you don't feel like you can um, harness the upper hand with like <laughs> your feminine charms, right? then, then you're you more to likely the to find, way. you have to go the opposite way. You're more likely to find like masculine or gender neutral charms that yeah. obviously at that age, it's like that shit doesn't even work, but well, and then you have to show off with like your knowledge. You have I to guess. show off with your knowledge. That's how I yeah. felt anyway. Well, what? Who were your formative influences you had back then? You mentioned like you were lucky so, to have listened. Yeah, to at that. the very. So I was thinking about this question, and I was going back to like the very, very, very earliest ones because those were like the um, the forerunners, kind of yes. for the the kind of like more riot girl type shit that Mm -hmm. I did get and end up getting into. So the first one is um, like early Mariah Carey. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. She was like, she was so like cool and confident and she was like a total shredder. She was like, you know, she just seemed like completely like self-possessed and like awesome. And she sort of like had a little bit of a swagger that I thought was cool. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. 
Mariah, you know what? I have like this list prepared, but now mm. that you mentioned that, I totally didn't even think about like who got me like in a twisty sort of way mm-hmm. down the path because I always wanted these like powerful women yeah, like totally strutting around kind of situation. <laughs> and while yeah. Mariah Carey, for whatever reason, like looking back, like I fucking love her, but back then yeah. I was like this is bullshit. I hate Mariah Carey. Yeah. But Cause she's still, it's still like pop music. It's you pop know? music. And I was very pop averse, yeah. like, cause I was a little mm-hmm. idiot and pop is great, but whatever. <laughs> um, but I, I didn't was want to, I became that later. We have the phases, mm-hmm. but having said that, like in Vogue. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. Like, I know that that led me eventually mm-hmm. down the riot girl path. Totally. I no, never it did. thought about that. On a similar tip, yes. TLC. I was just thinking TLC. Like early, well. that early. first record, mm-hmm. that first TLC record, because that was like the first time that I'd seen like a cool group of like tomboys, yes, like doing yes. whatever the fuck they wanted and being like, we're not apologizing for what we want to do and like yeah. boys will do what we want them to do or like whatever they look so you know? cool and, and they look so cool yeah yeah god absolutely yeah they were they were i would say like even stronger like forerunners to whatever my feminist awakening that was actually like prompted right. like fomented by like women right yeah tlc for sure and and lady miss keir from delight because she oh at god. that time i was so young <laughs> and she just seemed like such like a glamorous weirdo she was a glamorous you know? weirdo and like Groove is in the Heart is still like my jam. If I ever request a song anywhere, it's always that song. Yeah, because it's literally a perfect song. It's a perfect song. <laughs> and it has I, been my jam consistently since, like when did that song come out? I think like 1989. I've been in love with it since I heard it. I was going to say, it's like it's earlier than I think. I always want to say like mm-hmm. 93 or something, but it's earlier yeah. than I think. Yeah. it's. I think it's 89. It's like super, super it's way that era. Yeah. 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 That and it video was so is groundbreaking. Ugh. Yeah. It's totally iconic. That song was groundbreaking for the time. There was nothing else yeah. that ever came out that ever sounded anything like it. Yeah. And never has since. Ugh, perfection. Utter yeah, perfection. Perf- I could do no, an entire it is episode just perfect. about that. But yeah. Ugh, yeah. Like this is like throwing because my list is like, you know, I was going to be like, well, garbage, obviously. Mm-hmm. And like Baruch Assault. But like, yeah, Jesus, no. Like that. I mean, yes, obviously. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, they're precursors <laughs> to that even. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't even think about that. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Mary J. Blige. Well, yeah. She yeah. was like so, so tough and so cool. Yeah, just like tough women and like way yeah. more black women than I even thought of. I was like looking at this yeah. stuff and I was like, there aren't black women on this. That really sucks. And then now, mm-hmm. of course, it was like black women first and foremost. I do think that a lot of black female artists did break ground for like yeah. what what came later in a lot of ways. You know, like I do think that like TLC, for example, being in the mainstream made it possible for a lot of like other lady weirdos to yes. to break to break through. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So those are those are like this my super, super earliest earliest influences that kind of that's what that's what kind of like broke my brain in a good way and like made me realize that my conception about like women in music prior to that was just that they were sort of meant to 
look pretty and sing pretty songs and have a pretty voice and like right. sing love songs. And that was kind of it. Or like pop, like, or like or, yeah, they were like Janet pop. Jackson and Madonna. Exactly. Like Janet Jackson or Madonna. Although Janet or Jackson, like, by the way, I will also kind yeah. of add to this list for some of her yeah. phases, some absolutely. iterations, like Rhythm Nation era. Oh my God. Janet Jackson, dude. like absolutely oh. add to this list. Yes. Iconic. Yes. yes. Yeah. So yeah. let's not, yeah. Again, there was I that think, era you know, of like black female artists that were doing this specific kind of music that en vogue, the Janet Jackson. There is definitely like a, a hard femme thing going on in the early 90s with like R&B and, yes. um, and like hip hop right. at that time. And, and it had more of like a rock and roll edge. Yeah, it was, it was a lot edgier. Yes. Yeah, that's true. So good. I'm like really in the mood to listen to that stuff again. I haven't touched it in like... <laughs> decades i want to say <laughs> i still listen to a lot of that stuff yeah but it's it's i i love listening to those things because now when i listen to it i appreciate it so much more because there's so much more to appreciate yes. about it yes you know because of of context and just understanding nuance better as an adult but right, then right, also right. being like holy fuck this production is actually outrageously crazy. good yes like it's outrageously <laughs> good like what the fuck Fuck. And I used to just think this was, you know, pop for the masses. Yeah. But you know what? Oh, God, it's good. I was just thinking how, in addition to all the stuff you said about like, oh, well, women make this kind of music. I also, mm -hmm. I remember asking a friend when I started getting into stuff like Veruca Salt or like when I discovered Letters to Cleo, that was probably like mm -hmm. the quote unquote, like underground, like closest thing to Riot Girl adjacent yeah. that I found like in high school. And I was like, I want stuff like this. Like, give me more. Like, I don't even think I knew the word riot girl. I was just like, give me more mm -hmm. like, you know, angry woman music. Yeah. <laughs> and my friend <laughs> and Letters to Clear doesn't even fit that. They have some like edgier stuff, but some of it's mm -hmm. very like twee almost. But anyway. Yeah, totally. Or like Poe. Oh yeah. Po. So good. Jesus fucking Christ. I was obsessed. Yeah. Um, so I asked my friend about this or a couple of friends like girlfriends of mine in high school and they what they gave me when I asked for more music like that was mm -hmm. the Indigo Girls and Ani DeFranco and oh. I was like I hate this <laughs> <laughs> this is not what I wanted yeah no I know yeah you know okay so no that's so that's so fucking real that's so real <laughs> I was that's so like bad. Too, that's too real, Gabby. I that's know. That's a little bit too real. I feel like, because this is like, it's sort of veering into like having like a little bit of like a, a, a mini like girl bash, girl bashing <laughs> moment. That's like not what we're trying to do. No, no, no. But <laughs> I love but them. But when I was in, no, I fucking love them. I love them. But like when I was in high school, it was like, I was, I was into all different kinds of music, but I liked angry woman yeah, 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 music right. or like, or like weird, weird girl music, mm -hmm. you know, that's what I, that's what I liked. But it was always like, my friends were like, always kind of like trying to, um, <laughs> trying to give me like things like Indigo Girls and Melissa Etheridge yeah. and, oh, Franco yes. and there like, we go. you know, and like Jewel and stuff. And it was there like, was it was one of those of things where it's stuff, just like, right? I just... Like all of, I mean, you know, Lilith Fair <laughs> that's, era, that's what it was. Sarah McLachlan, like, of course that's you what know, it was. like all those ladies, I, 
I respect, you know, I'm not saying I am not saying that I'm not saying anything about their music. I'm talking about myself as a fucking angsty ass teenager that was weird and angry and like wore a spiked collar. Like I did not want to fucking listen to that stuff, Yeah, you know, and it was like my (laughs) my girlfriends, most of my girlfriends were like they couldn't like stomach the stuff. that I. Yeah, 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 exactly. Most of the stuff that I like, they were just like, I don't I cannot listen to PJ Harvey's ugly, disgusting voice, you know. No, you know, oh, we live the same. I know, but life. I love that stuff. Yeah, no, totally, totally. <laughs> this way, anyway. I, <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah, and you know, that's I say that with love. I say that with love, but I definitely feel your pain there because that was that was a quandary for me for a long time, and it, I mean, it kind of started. It started with like just liking like just being into like like radio metal and stuff, and just yeah. things that like my my like girlfriends just didn't listen to and their brothers did listen to yeah. it started there and then it, from there it was just kind of like but this right. is that that's like I don't know like what are we really saying we're not saying what it sounds like we're saying which is kind of but it sounds like this we're podcast. saying it. <laughs> <laughs> the theme of this podcast is we're not actually saying what you might think we're saying which is very not as bad as what it sounds like we're saying I mean my heart does that is, make sense it, my heart is <laughs> open for those girlies for sure oh yeah for sure it just was very funny back then yeah to have that recommended (laughs) it just it added to the alienation that's it exactly you know because it was like I like I had finally found this music that I felt like I could really resonate with like as a girl yes but then like other the, girls didn't didn't like want that. it. Rejected they didn't it. want it. They rejected it, and the things that they w- thought were that they were like, wanted to be in the arms of an angel instead, yeah, right? And that's fine. Which it's just and it's fine. <laughs> that's fine. It's just it is fine. We're not being we're not being how it sounds like we're being. We're not we're being just, how it sounds like we're being. I promise. It's just, we're just spinning facts. No, what I think the the thing that I thought was funny and ridiculous was. That you think that sounds like this. That it sounds <laughs> that you think like it's that. Similar. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's like the kind of that's like the kind of thing that like my dad would do. That's there we go. You know, yes. like in like in high school, my dad heard me listening to Jeff Buckley and then like was like, Hey, um, <laughs> I discovered this guy that I think you'll really love, John Mayer. Oh yeah. yeah you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. just like, those don't sound the same. They're not the same at all. But they're both singer songwriters. Sally? They both have brown hair. Yeah. They both have like like messy brown hair and they yeah. play guitar and they're singer-songwriters. So. so it's the same Yeah, thing. but it's like, yeah, very, very similar vibe. But, so, okay. <laughs> those were the early years. <laughs> those were the early years. Ranting. Ranting. It's good. It's good to get yeah. it out there. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. And hopefully the ladies that are listening to this episode – are going to just pump their fists in in solidarity yeah solidarity (laughs) because we're not the only ones out here and i know because i know a bunch of you now which is awesome by the way yeah all right so who when when the tastes solidified who ended up being like your fave your faves my top two faves like lifelong deep bring tears to my eyes faves are Bjork, 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 
<laughs> and PJ Harvey. That is very on brand. And I don't know why I yeah, couldn't have just guessed that. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't just yeah. say and and now you love Bjork and PJ Harvey. Yeah, those are those are like my my lifelong yeah. like ride or die favorites for all time. Those are such solid picks. Well, what are yours? I mean, I can't pick two, but obviously Slater mm. Kinney. Like, mm. obviously, obviously. Well, because you're in that band. Because I'm in that band. God, I wish <laughs> I were actually in that band. Can you imagine? I actually, just, I can't imagine. I have the constant fantasies, right, that I – this is normal, right, that I um, I can totally, like, shred on the guitar. Like, that's a normal yeah, so fantasy that everyone has, absolutely. I think, like, actually, like, yeah. non-sarcastically. That's, like, literally the only thing that motivates people to actually start playing guitar. And I right. can tell you that from experience. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So – in my so you're right on the precipice of becoming <laughs> an actual guitar I mean, I player. Just, I just <laughs> turned, right. First of all, I just turned 40. Yeah, and, so this yeah, is and the you're time. you're in your midlife crisis. I'm, I'm like prime <laughs> midlife crisising. Oh my God. So in a I year, you're to... going to have a convertible and like a super expensive Les Paul guitar. Oh my God. Yeah. Because I, like... I have to get top of the line to learn yeah, how you to, to get like, top of play line. my scales. <laughs> To learn yeah, my three no other chords. Way. I think I already know three chords. I'll learn a fourth oh, chord. Wow. I know I'm not to brag, you guys. Damn. Okay. But I, I can pl- I can probably I know you you didn't know that I already I shred. I did. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, wow, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> this is blowing my mind right now. I mean, yeah, it should your mind should be blown. <laughs> Yeah. Try to probably announce oh. my band right now. What's your band called? Oh, actually, I know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, good, good. I'm glad you know the answer. It's called, and I'll explain this, it's called Narcomania. Okay. Narcomania. Yeah. And uh, it's because I keep, I follow this account on Instagram. I think it's called Soviet Visuals. And it's like a mm-hmm. lot of those cool old um, Soviet era like propaganda posters. Which yeah. is like bullsh- <laughs> it's bullshit, but like the design is undeniably design. very cool. Yeah, so, the design slaps. And the designs do slap. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, there, I guess there's just like an anti-drug campaign mm-hmm. um, that, that, I don't know, that they're different, but like they say narcomania. I mean, what a cool word for drug addiction, by the way. Nar- oh, narcomania. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Why don't we just call it that? Well, what that's what I'm fuck, saying. Dude? And I'm like, and then they have these cool posters of like, God, drug addiction has never looked so fucking rad. Where <laughs> yeah, it'll be like put that in your fucking right? <laughs> syringe and shoot it up, Calvin Klein. <laughs> exactly. And Courtney the posters Love. are like these like vaporwave aesthetics of like oh a person's <laughs> face like slowly turning into a skull and oh, it's like yeah. breaking down with each one and it's like breaks down the syllables like narcomania and I'm like damn oh. whoa <laughs> that's so amazing <laughs> yeah no that sounds that sounds absolutely baller so so that's the band name I already yeah. know three chords I just have to get like top of the line. Let's yeah. So everybody stay tuned for Narcomania's debut album <laughs> entitled. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. Gonna, it's probably self-titled, right? It's yeah, it's probably self-titled. It has to be. Stay tuned for Narcomania's Narcomania. self-titled debut. <laughs> Narcomania. Coming soon. <laughs> 
So Slater Kinney. <laughs> yes. Okay. I can't believe I brought that one back. <laughs> so anyway, I am yeah. already Carrie Brownstein. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know, it, Kathleen Hanna, probably, yeah. because that covers both uh, La Tigra and uh, Bikini Kill, mm-hmm. you know? And, yeah. and then if I'm allowed to have more than two, outside of the Riot Girl sphere, I feel like Debbie Harry has to be in there for me. Oh, yeah. And I know this is controversial perhaps only to me, <laughs> but Annie Clark, a.k.a. St. Vincent. Oh, yeah. Because, I yeah. mean, she has been around for a while now, but she's not on that same, like, yeah, level, I would say. Yeah. like. Well, not for, for not for us because we're older, but yes. probably is on that level for someone who's like a decade or younger more than us, younger for sure. Actually, us. yeah, yeah. She's just such an incredible musician and songwriter. Like, there's just something about her that is like intoxicatingly good for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I feel like in several decades, I will still feel this way about her. And there's totally. very few artists that I feel that way about that aren't already super, super decades established. One thing that I will say about my two, the two faves that I mentioned, obviously there are more, but the yeah, two that course, I mentioned, because those are like, those are like the very top. Yeah. I have to say that I feel very blessed to have been of the right age to like really grow up with those albums. Like I I bought debut like when it came out in 1992 or whatever. And I was like nine and same with like rid of me and the, um, four track demos and stuff like that. Like I got that stuff like when it, when it came out. And so it has taught me that, uh, you can really love an artist and you can kind of feel weird about some of their eras. Yeah. And still be highly, highly committed to them. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> both of those girlies have had some really uncomfy eras, in my opinion, recently. But I still yeah, like, I agree. But absolutely they're, love they're so them. talented, though. Like, yeah, they're so talented. And they've already, it's one of those things, too, with, an, with artists that are, that have been around as long as they have, like, 30 years or more. They've already done so much for music and they've already done so much, like, artistically already that it's okay whatever they want to do now I don't care they can do whatever they want and it'll just be great yeah yeah because they've they've given as a as a fan they have certainly like given me plenty to sustain me for the rest of my life you know yeah I don't need to eat or drink anymore (laughs) they sustain you (laughs) yeah okay so controversial maybe I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring her up yes do it Anyway, seriously, is uh, Courtney Love. Yeah. Because, you know, I think that everybody feels a little bit conflicted about, like, how they feel about Courtney Love. If they, that is, if they don't just, like, hate her and have hated her forever. But those of us who do not hate her. Right. um, I go through phases where I'm like, you know what? She's all right. And then I go through phases where I'm like, you know what? She's a fucking psychopath. Well, sure. You know, does that impact the music? I also just don't know, but she just doesn't rise to the level of like influence, I think, to put her like all the way up at the top. That is the 
other conflict that I have with Courtney is that, you know, I it's not as if I don't know that Billy Corgan like wrote her best songs <laughs> or that Eric Erlinson is like the actual guitar player of Hole. Sure. Um, you know, so I'm like very aware that she's not like a singular artist in in that sense, you know, and yep. like she was propped up a lot from yep. People, people like in her orbit or whatever. Right. Uh, however, one thing that I will say that I that I feel more strongly now is that Courtney Love has a really crazy and incredible voice, even for as like technically bad as it is. It's, it's very unique. amazing. It's very unique and it's very powerful. And like that's something that like cannot be taken away from her, despite the fact that like maybe she pretended kind of to be like a songwriter or guitar player, like whatever. <laughs> you know, like she she is she's an amazing front woman. Yes. And she's honestly like an amazing vocalist. I agree and so, with you. you know, in that in that regard, like I do I do want to at least like give her some credit because I know that it is very easy to say bad shit about to. her. Yeah, it's very easy to say bad shit about and she's her and like kind of discredit her. In the music history <laughs> of so much of the stuff we talk about. So she's definitely yeah. worth a mention at the very least. Yeah. yeah. I go back and forth about whether or not I I want to be like she's my favorite. Right. But she's one of my favorites, honestly. I she is. I mean, honestly, there's dozens, hundreds of artists in many other genres that we could get into Mm. that we have not even touched on. I think we're kind of sticking to the like angry girl music, right? (laughs) Like, I'm I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get into uh, this in any detail. I just want to like very quickly say like um, other artists that have shaped female artists that have really shaped mm. my music tastes are like mm-hmm. Aretha Franklin and yeah. Dusty Springfield, for example, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that have helped me really branch out beyond that initial angsty girl music of my youth. Yeah. And yeah. I'm very grateful to that. So yeah, I, sure. I don't want to exclude that part of my evolution. Completely. Yeah. It's, it is, it's a full circle thing, you know, because you have, you have people like, Aretha Franklin and Dusty Springfield, who maybe for me, I'll speak for myself, like at a certain point, I would have not thought of them as like being on a certain level because of the things that we mentioned before, where it's just like, this is, she's a performer, like this is blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. Like it's not like a a strong feminist statement. Sure. In the same way. Um. Or at least that's how I perceived it, like in my youth when I had a very limited yes. view and range of like what feminism is. Yeah. Yeah. So it does kind of come full circle where the more I started to see like women who artistically were like a little bit more seemingly or apparently, sorry, self actualized, the more I started to kind of be able to recognize more kind of like subtle talent and influence in like right. artists that I probably would have overlooked at a different time in my life. Yeah. And not and just like not really thought of as as much of as individuals because of internalized misogyny. Yeah, exactly. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is unfortunate, but you know, just speaking the truth about just, that. So, yeah, there yeah, unfortunately. there's tons of other genres we're not even getting to and I feel like yeah, for it's sure. just one of those things like 
we mm-hmm. we picked a topic. We tried to stick to that topic. Yeah, <laughs> we were trying to, trying to talk about like our our sort of awakening. Exactly. Of, exactly. You know. Yeah. I mean, just exactly like you said, there are tons of of other female artists that aren't angry right. girl music that just are just as, as just as valid. Exactly. Yeah. Just as influential. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for sure. Do you want to rattle off? Or maybe not rattle off, maybe go through mm-hmm. in some depth <laughs> um, some new artists that we've been listening to yep. and enjoying that we can recommend mm-hmm. because we, mm-hmm. again, have been promising people that we will discuss new music at some point. Yeah, I would love to. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. Okay, you start. I start. Okay. Yeah. Um, I have a few recommendations um, and also maybe we'll get our shit together at some point and like play some music clips at some point, but yeah, I would love to do that, but not today you guys, but we'll, we'll link stuff in the show notes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and maybe make yeah. a playlist. We can make a playlist. Yeah, we can make a playlist. That's great. That's what we'll do. Yeah. We'll make a playlist mm-hmm. and you can click on it and then you can listen to it. All right. So I'm just going to go and explain what these people sound like in no particular order. Gretel Hanlon, if I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name right. There's like mm. umlauts in some of her name. Um, so I was going to say she's a pop girly, but she's kind of goth pop, let's say. Okay. She's got an incredible voice. She kind of sounds like Miko. Oh, my God. But I it's love cool that. because she's super young. I feel like she's like 20 years old, maybe 22. I don't know. But like super, super early I 20s. This. I think you'll I love this. her. She has yeah. stuff that is poppier, but it is has mm-hmm. like that darker side. And just to have someone that young have that kind of voice, it's really, totally. it's really cool. It's really cool. Yeah. She's got some like fuzzier shoegazy stuff, some like more angular mm-hmm. stuff. I don't know. I'm just really impressed. And I feel like if she hasn't, I don't actually know if she's getting a lot of hype, but I feel like she's like prime, I'm going to be accused of being an industry plant because she's oh my a God. talented young woman kind of situation. So you heard it here, probably not first because I'm bad at trend spotting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next, Say She She, which is, oh. I'm pretty sure is a trio of mm. women who do like s- disco soul. Oh. Like R&B, cute. but has yeah. some like uh new wavy elements like kind of tom tom club grace jones kind of stuff really really yes exactly really fun and next maybe i only pick three i should probably put more on the playlist let's let's yeah let's do it like that for sure um Mm -hmm. next is come girl eight (laughs) oh come girl eight wow you went there i went there and I hell yeah. So this is kind of funny to me because their name sounds ridiculous and stupid, <laughs> but they're like really strong. Like they're really good. So I think they describe themselves as a punk band, which does not make sense to me. But I guess they're punk mm. in the way that like Peaches is punk. So sure. like actually Electro Clash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So like you'd think it would be this like full camp joke yeah. band, but it's not. Like I just you kind of have to listen to uh, it. I am gonna have to listen to it again because I haven't in a really long time, and I do. Because they've not been around. They've been around. Thing. Yeah, yeah, they've been around for a while. Yeah, um, 
they're getting a lot of traction. Have are they now? Yes, they are. They okay. are because now they're cool. on my radar, and I get like I said, I'm not good at <laughs> <laughs> trend spotting, much as I pretend I am. Yeah. Cool. I will check. I will check them out again. I that's so wild that that's who that's who you brought up because that was a complete curveball. I was not expecting. I that. just listen. I try. I try to bring some <laughs> variety. Um, so look, are any of these people going to be like on the level of the stuff that we've been talking about? I don't know, but it's mm. good female artists that I've been listening yeah. to and I think For they're sure. worth your while. Yeah. 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 Well, who do you have? I have a, a slightly longer list. And Let's so I'm going to just kind of like rattle it off quickly. Yeah. Um, I really like the the newest uh, Earth Eater record. Have you heard it? I haven't. I haven't. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's weird. I would call it like weird Baroque pop. Ooh. Kind of. That's what my it's like alley. Ba- it's like ballads, but it's, but it's more electronic. It's like more of a darker electronic kind of um, take on what that would be. Cool. You know? I'm interested. Yeah. I, I think, I think you would like it. It's, she's, she's a really good songwriter. Okay. Um, uh, Cookie Kawaii, I'm never going to stop talking about. Please never stop talking about Cookie Kawaii. <laughs> I just, I'm just going to keep talking about her until. I love her. She is famous enough that she does not have to have an OnlyFans. Oh God, so, yes. All right, we'll put. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna keep plugging her like yeah. over and over and over again. Not that she, not that there's anything wrong with doing that kind of work and that she's ashamed of it, but I'm just saying she's she a better musician. Yeah, and so she should be getting recognition for that. Yep. Uh, June McDoom. Like my such a huge fave of mine in the past couple of years. Um, she is she is a folk girly. She is incredible. She has the voice of an angel, and her records are so beautifully produced. She just put out another EP um, that is uh, string arrangements. Ooh. I saw some of it live at her record release show back in May. And I think it was May. Yeah, it was May. Um, and I just like sobbed the entire oh my God. time. Okay. Like I just like I just had tears streaming from my face. It's just like the most beautiful thing I've heard in such a long time. If anyone um, can she, get me to listen to folk, it's you. Yeah, I think you would. I think you would like her. I think you would like her. I'm gonna send it to you. Please. Really beautiful. Did you ever listen to like Sybil Bear or uh, Vashti Bunyan or Vashti Bunyan? Like yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. It's it doesn't. She's not. She doesn't sound like that. But if you like that then you okay. will definitely appreciate her okay. i so i was a dumbass and last year i did not listen to that lorraine record and then i listened to it like literally like on january 2nd and i was like what the mother fuck well i what remember fuck talking to you about it i remember being like people are talking about this lorraine record right and i was like whatever you were like this sounds <laughs> stupid i'm definitely not like, gonna do that stupid. <laughs> Oh my God. Why did I do that? It's so good. Dude, it's so fun. I really liked it too. Yeah. We just were overwhelmed with stuff. Yeah. Overwhelmed. That's how it goes. Yeah. I was I was dumb to say that. So I just wanna (laughs) be I just wanna be on record to say that like, even though that was a private conversation, I definitely was like (laughs) do an apology video for our private conversation. I should do that. I know. I feel like I feel like she deserves she does deserve an apology video because like I just I didn't like a lot of the like I just don't really like a lot of the new kind of R&B 
like right. the al- alternative R&B stuff that has that has come out. I just have not liked it. Mm-hmm. And so I just was like, I don't have the bandwidth to try with this shit anymore this year because I haven't liked any of it. Yeah. But I fucking loved it. Yeah, I it's loved really good. It. It's really good. I, I'm like, I've been listening to it like nonstop. Um, uh, there's an artist called Clay Camaro that is her stuff is around. It's like kind of harder to find. She's not she's like not popular at all, but she's got a record coming out in the spring. And I'm just going to say that, like, I've, I've already heard it and it's amazing. Yeah. And the stuff that she already has up is incredible. And she's like absolutely in my top in terms of like artists, um, current artists who are making things that maybe people haven't heard of. She's probably in my top three, if not number one. Shit. Okay. What's the... She's so fucking good. What's the... I'm just going to send it to you. Okay, send it to me. Don't don't explain it. Just send it. Yeah, I'm just going (laughs) to send it to you. But yeah, that's that album's getting ready to drop in a couple months and it's going to be... I cannot fucking wait. Oh my God. <laughs> Even though I've like heard it a hundred times already, I still can't wait. And H.C. Uh, McIntyre. I've heard of H.C. McIntyre. Um, she is, I believe she's a she, she, they, she. Yeah. She's a Mount Mariah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is another great band, but yeah. now defunct. They're so good. But her, she's been putting out um, stuff solo for, I don't think she did this year, but last year she did. And it is just, her voice is incredible. She's just so good. She's a, she's like an amazing songwriter. Yeah. So those are my faves. Awesome. Yeah, we'll make a playlist. I'll put a bunch more on there. Yeah. For sure. Because yeah, there's too. an endless supply. Yeah, endless. there's an endless supply all at all times. <laughs> if only there were other things that were in such endless supply. In well, my other life. other good things. Yeah, other good things. <laughs> we did we did it. We we did I know. the music. Can you it? Maybe yeah. maybe we can do more of that. Mm, I think I think that would be good. Probably. <laughs> Um, we should say that we are almost certainly switching to a bi-weekly publishing oh, schedule. Yeah. Yep. So yep. we're yep. going to have to yep. like change up our, our outro, which is lying to you, but we'll, yeah. we'll get around to it. Outro is a liar. It'll probably be changed by the time this episode comes yeah, out. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. We are. We'll see. Nothing if not and- lazy teacups you don't get to know if the outro is different until you listen to this entire episode that's right that's right all the way through so it might be different it might not be different but we don't know because it's not done yet exactly you also don't know so you're gonna have to stick around till the very end and find out that's for the future (laughs) for both of for all of us (laughs) for all of us yeah yeah all right cool cool okay yeah bye i'll see you soon gabby Bye. Later. Okay. Later. Wait, is that the end? That's the end, Sally. It's time to say goodbye. Oh, but Gabby, I'm bad at goodbyes. That's not true. Besides, we'll be back. When? I don't know. Eventually. Like, in two weeks. What if the teacups need to talk to us? Then they can write to us at teacupdemagogues at gmail.com. Or we could give them your phone number. Nope. 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 Sixty-nine. You got. You got.
got, you've got, you've got, you've got, you've got, you've got, you've got friends.